0: Well, hello, it's Rebecca, aka Mental Girl, doing an episode of a Mindful Misfit Podcast. And actually, I am going to take a break after this. I know, I've said it before, and then I I would change my mind, but I think I really want to do it. I think I'm ready for a little bit of a break just to figure out, is this what I want to continue doing? And uh, maybe do I want to start another one? I feel like I kind of want to start another one. But um, this one will always be there. (laughs) I don't think it will get turned off, so you can go listen to old episodes too. Um, But I feel like May is a good time for that. May is the middle of spring. Lots of really good activity happens in May. You know, just sort of kind of just get refreshed. So I really hope for those who have been listening all this time have been enjoying them. Um, I appreciate uh, appreciate you out there. I really do. I, I have enjoyed it. I have gotten something from it and I certainly hope you have as well. And um, I certainly don't feel like it's time wasted at all. I think I got a lot out of it. I think it was really nice to be able to talk and express myself. And then also um, share my mental girl stuff. As I said previously, I just I, I um, most most recently like the last year or two, I was really hoping to kick it up and hope that it generated more book sales, but it hasn't done that. And so at this point, um, it's just like a verbal journal. <laughs> And that's okay, too. And my listener count goes up and down. It's just one of those things. And it could be for many reasons. One, people aren't as interested as I hoped they would be. Or uh, the quality. You know, people love these fancy, higher-tech podcasts, which I do not have. And I just, it's not really me. My style is more record and play. Keep it kind of uh, on the fly. (laughs) I feel personally it makes it more authentic and the ums and the weirdness come out which I think is normal at least to me so um and it's just been a more comfortable experience to do it that way so um that's that's it. As I am walking out right now, it's just a couple of times I've just seen faces and, you know, I'm always trying to interpret it to interpret face and vibe and stuff like that, which, you know, you can never really know what someone's thinking, but sometimes it feels like I do. And uh, it's kind of fun to people watch on my walks and just to kind of see what's up. Um, I think walking is one of the most fantastic things for your mental health. It, it is challenging when I'm doing my walk and talks because there's a lot of people and I keep having to stop and start. But that's okay, too. Is one of the things that's nice is just saying good morning to people. Um, just a moment. Some people like saying good morning. Other people just sort of nod. Other people, I think they get shy. Or other people don't want to. That's all okay. Squirrels are out. And birds are out. I can see a squirrel up in the tree. It's funny. You think it's a person, the way they make all their noises. And then it's just this squirrel with his activity. And the hard workers are out, the gardeners are out. There's activity happening all the time, in a city especially, Even even out in the country there's activity. It's just different. Uh, It's mostly animal when you're way out in the country, which is fun. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. I always want to believe, wherever I am, that more people want to be good and decent and health and kind than the ones that want to start Fracas. Now, I will say there are a lot of unaware people. They're just in a fog. They're sort of in a state of their own being and they um, aren't interested in doing the inner work nor sort of uh, connecting with others in at at a, at a more open-minded way. But, you know, we can't control that. The best thing to do is just continue to do our own part Heal within, do our thing, and become that what we want to see. If we want to see more kindness, then we behave more kind. Um, be more at peace. Behave peacefully. The one of the reasons why I started the Mindful Misfit podcast was because this is what, this is the kind of podcast I wanted to see. So I thought I should create it. I didn't lie. I don't. Wasn't enjoying the drama commentators and the angry commentators, and I, I still don't. I don't like any of it. I don't like those shows that gossip and talk about other people, and uh, just gear up energy that is just. It just causes problems in society it really does because you know people are watching this on on the constant it's not even in the morning and you know they get a little blip before work it's all day long that people are grabbing their phones and can get riled up all day long you know a lot of people before would get a little like emotional in the morning if they opened the paper and went crap something's happening they go to work see life around them and have things exist around them. And then in the evening, they turn on some news and you know, crap that's happening, but it was not, we weren't exposed like we are now. So it takes a lot more discipline to not expose yourself to that crap. It's very enticing. It's very enticing, very manipulative. It's hypnotic. Um, I get wrapped up into it, and I will laugh at myself. I'm like, "You just got wrapped up in a bunch of fucking bullshit so fast. It just happens. It's, 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 it's because it's designed that way to pull you in, and it, you know. And then, you, but that's the job of each individual to figure out what they want, how you want to feel, how you want to see, how you want to talk to other people. Every moment. Can't control everything, but we can definitely control the ship that we're currently residing in. (laughs) And as I say that, I I really realize that's a lot of power. That's a lot of power to be just working on yourself and working on your movements in the world. It's like driving a car. You know, you're in control of that car. To to for the most part, I mean, the car still can do whatever it does, and then, but you're the driver. So, you know, I think if you're working on your mental health, be very, very, very careful about what you put in there. And that was why I really wanted to... um do this podcast I was really hoping to just kind of get that energy with more and more people that would really want it and that I would kind of find you know like what what, what would you like discussed but it didn't really happen exactly the way I would have liked and that's okay I'm gonna go with it and like I said just take May and if I don't return in June you know that I just decided to do something else but if you follow me on Instagram Facebook and Twitter you'll find out so that I'll still be on there. I'll be making my posts and saying my things and all of that. And there's a lot of noise out there. So I'm going to go inside and do a little read off Mental Girl Book 1. All right. Hold on. Okay. So back in the studio. And I'm going to read from Chapter 20 in Mental Girl Book 1. So get ready for this. Life is a balance between what we can control and what we cannot. I am learning to live between effort and surrender. Danielle Orner. I like that quote. I stuck several quotes in this book by other authors or other writers when I just, it just kind of suited me so much. And that was when I stuck in there. So here we go. All right, fear and anxiety. I realize you feel you're being protective. You're sort of like my bodyguard. However, Mental Girl is here now to help make things easier so you can lighten up and only show up as necessary. And even then, not so loud. I'm understanding fear is a concept. It might bring up thoughts and worries like, I'm going to die someday. I might fail at this writing thing. I'm going to get old. I'm going to pee my pants if I don't find a bathroom in the next two seconds. Fear asks a lot of questions and comes up with false facts, such as, what if I can't take care of myself? What if I can't afford to live? There are scary things happening out there. Don't go in there. Don't touch that. Get away. It also feels like a rattlesnake is way too close, which as the snake will do shakes its rattle to warn me there might be danger. Did you catch that word, might? If it's a paranoid thought, it feels like a python. And if you don't get out of its grasp, it squeezes you tight until it swallows you whole. You can distract it, deal with it, fight it, love it, and smother it. Well, not a real python. I'm using a python for symbolic purposes. I probably shouldn't use a snake. My niece loves reptiles, and she would be upset with me to use one to describe fear. She she sees a snake and yells, puppy, to eggnabbit. I'm overthinking about the concept of fear now. For the record, and if she reads my book, snakes are fabulous. So it's not a python, but it's a slippery, slimy, sneaky, strong monster, and it grabs hold sometimes. Mental girl says, accept all the thoughts swirling around my brain. Embrace the new truths, along with the new and improved me. Stand with pride and passion for my right to be here. I join all of you to do the same. If all else fails, take your clothes off, put them back on inside out and yell out. I'm fucking fabulous because I'm in the inside out club now. And I've just met mental girl. So thank you so much again. Thank you for being out there and listening to my podcast and your support. And the all, anybody who took the time to just comment on online, it did just meant so much to me really. And again, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and come chat and um, and you'll probably see me checking out ideas for either a new podcast or I decide to come back but I haven't decided yet like I said May is just to just take this time to uh, spring it up <laughs> so thank you so much for listening thank you for being out there I really appreciate it and uh, keep healing keep soaring keep being a brave mental health warrior